Hi, welcome back to the Kilted Balls podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, this is Ballbuster coming at you. This is uh, part two of our episode today, kind of trying to break things up and keep uh, like topics together. Um, so this is going to be less about what we're doing playing around with NFTs and more about, again, our entrepreneurial journey and stuff that's going on in there. So there will be a little NFT talk in this, but um, it's a little bit more open to our actual businesses than it is um, strictly NFTs, which I don't know how our other one turned into strictly NFTs and crypto, but it, that's where our journey is right now. So that's the big <laughs> focus. That's, that's what we're passionate about. So, so yeah. So a couple things. Um, I have an idea for you, Jer. I mean, it could be an idea for me, <clears throat> but okay. I've like been fermenting it. For those of you who don't know, I'm kind of an idea guy. Um, billions of ideas and almost uh, don't act on any of them. So that's that's why I include Jer, because Jer is the uh, the quick starter, the person <laughs> who gets after it. And I'm the person who comes up with lots and lots of big ideas. And then it's like, oh my gosh, those are amazing ideas. Somebody should do these ideas for me. So that's Actually, kind of I have my an role. idea to run by you as well. That reminded me. Oh my saying this, I heard at least a thousand dollar idea, possibly a million dollar idea last night. So nice, nice. Well, this one, I don't know if it's a million dollar idea, but it'll be proof of concept. First off, I wanted to talk about licorice. So we had um, we have a new supplier. I told you guys that before, and we've gotten our first shipment. We're we're not like super keen on it the flavors and the stuff. And I keep telling my family when they're trying and sampling and talking about this, I'm like, you've got to remember. And as dorky as this sounds, I'm like, you guys are licorice connoisseurs. Like you've eaten yeah. more licorice in your young lives or in our short time with licorice than most people will eat their entire lives. Right. Like I'm like, yeah. you, you guys know your licorices and you know your flavors. And so when you're judging this and you're saying, oh my gosh, this is awful, you've got to remember that's from your standpoint, not from an everybody's standpoint. You know, it's like similar to people who like are like wine connoisseurs, right? Yeah. Like they're like, oh my gosh, this wine is awful. I hate this $8 bottle of wine. And yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love apothic wine. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, you got to remember that. So anyway, Point being, one of our, um, what do you call them, sellers, for lack of a better word, I guess. Yeah. So we we buy the candy and we we send it out to people and they sell it at different events. Um, he bought a huge amount of licorice to start the season. I think it was last week. He had a show. <clears throat> and, you know, we were like, oh, I wonder how it's going to go. It's been COVID. We've heard things are down, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he came back this week and bought the same amount again. That's awesome. So he sold like everything. Um, called, what did he call it? Um, oh, so we have one now that is being sold to us from Spain as sour soda. <laughs> Are you talking about that? Right. And it, for those of you in America, soda normally means like cola or pop. Mm-hmm. This does not taste like cola or pop at all. So we're like, what does it mean? Are they trying to say like sour, like baking soda? Like what the heck are they trying to say? <laughs> um, and so like we couldn't figure it out and we were going to rename it. But that guy bought a whole bunch of it. 
because we don't have rainbow anymore, mm-hmm. okay. which is a huge, big seller. And they wow. didn't restock it. Yeah. Super bitter about that. But yeah. um, so we asked him, we're like, what did you uh, call that? And he's like, we called it sour surprise. <laughs> <laughs> And Amy is like, Amy's like, what? She goes, isn't that like the dumbest thing? I'm like, no, that's brilliant. And people would be like, what flavor is that? And he's like, surprise. That's the flavor. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. I'm like, I think that's wonderful. Um, yeah. I'm like, I was calling like, you know, something dumb, like sour tutti fruity or something, something generic. Um, mm-hmm. She had some people taste it for her and say, what would you call it? And they said they want to call it sour fizz which isn't a bad name, but I really like the sour surprise. Like she thought that was like the stupidest thing. And I'm like, I think that's, that's wonderful. Great. But yeah. So apparently those flavors are going good. I think people are getting anxious because we actually got contacted by somebody for a show on the 28th. And they were like, Hey, uh, we saw you didn't sign up for this show and we really want you and your product there. Would you consider coming? And for those of you who aren't in these kind of businesses, Jer is, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Right. They don't, they don't tend to call you and be like, Hey, we miss you. Come back. Unless they're like, don't have anybody there and the show stinks anyways, but and then, then you don't go right. Then you don't go to those. And this show is an okay show. And I said, you know, maybe uh, it's time for one of the girls to go. One of the girls got their license and uh, literally yesterday. And I said, they could load up and go and get some. So you ready for my idea? Yeah. You're going to love the concept. Don't, don't know if you're going to love the actionable. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who are listening, here, here's my thought. Um, been having a lot of discussions elsewhere about how corrupt the stock market is, right? So I don't know if you guys play the stock market. I've, I've played it before. I've dabbled in day trading. I have lots of retirement funds, lots of mutual funds. Um, and I have accounts. I've been starting to drain some of my play accounts and putting them into Ethereum. I think that's a better bet right now that in Bitcoin um, or NFTs, obviously. So I think that's a better thing, but it's clearly corrupt. And why is it corrupt is because they've made rules that allow people to cheat the system. Like that, that's the general gist. So you will find, if you haven't found this already, and those of you who are in other countries, I'm sure you've seen this as well. And Americans, if you didn't see this, that's because you, you're just not intelligent. And I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> be nice. But, be nice. But the <laughs> system's rigged. <laughs> the system's rigged and it's purposely rigged, right? Oh, you're talking about that. I thought you were talking about something you're bringing up next. No, no, no. I'm saying that the system yes. is rigged. And if you okay. haven't known that it's rigged, then you're, you're just not paying attention, right? Yeah. It's not designed for the common man. You're right. To do stuff. And it's made for people with lots and lots of money to get lots and lots of more money, mm-hmm. which is why mutual funds exist because you can sell that to the common person. And then that big fund can go and play with the big boys and do stuff, mm-hmm. but it's a rigged system and it's rigged even against the businesses right? Like you can kill a business like that on the stock exchange. It's been done so many times. Yes. Oh my gosh. So many businesses just like poof. And people are like, what happened to them? I love them. And well, because they, they killed them. 
Like you can literally crush things on the stock market and it's so easy to do. And we saw things like, um, well, gal, so many things like recently where people will do stuff like in the last administration where they would say, hey, um, we don't like this stock. The stock would drop and they would all of a sudden make millions of dollars because it's rigged. And so them saying that changes the price of the stock and they're able to take huge advantage of that. So anyway, clearly rigged. I think cryptocurrency and NFTs can change that. Mm -hmm. And here is what I think. And Stoner Cats helped me like kind of start working through this idea. But either make tokens or an alt currency or an NFT and that's your stock offering. Well, that's, I, I, I have, and, and hopefully we can, and Miles actually, we haven't talked about this. Miles said, just let him know, just pick out a time and he'll come on and he'll be a guest. But anyways, uh, he, you know, talking about GameStop and stuff, and that's a whole, that could be easily multiple episodes, multiple. but I believe that GameStop will be the first company to have an NFT stock that's in the works. I think that is the future. Not to interrupt what you were saying. Was that your idea or you have more to add to it? No, that's what I'm saying is pick something, pick yeah. a cryptocurrency and make a new cryptocurrency, pick a token, make a token, pick an NFT and Let's use that as a public offering mm -hmm. and do it through that with your, what you're getting now is not a piece of art. What you're getting yeah. is not um, some physical product. What you're getting is a shared interest in the company. And we're, yeah. we're doing that already. We're doing we that already. So like when you joined Lucky Manakee, they have their lucky bank, which is a huge fund, and you're voting on how it's spent, and you're doing the exact same things you do if you're a stock owner, mm -hmm. right? So this is not a crazy difficult thing to do, no, nope. right? And it's not a hard thing to do. And so the thought is, just like with stoner cats, that idea, or with um, Kickstarter campaigns, Mm -hmm. use the nfts it makes it more real it's more real than a kickstarter yeah right like and, and oh i hope they send time, me dice <laughs> yeah when it comes time to pay dividends the, it, the stock is already in a wallet it's easy to send the dividends whether it's another nft or whether it's you know they're sending some ethereum or you know their token whatever it's going to be whatever exactly it is right yeah so i i'm i'm thinking you're right some people are going to realize this because you're not going to have all the restrictions that you get with the mm -hmm. stock exchange, not yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it's now those restrictions are there partially to protect people. Yep. The reason why it's not made for the common person is because the common person doesn't know how to do that stuff. Yeah. Right. It's going to protect and, someone from buying baby doge mannequin or baby doge punk whatever yes coin, like that's what the stock or, exchange is for so that i can't just say hey i've got this new company i'm making it go public buy the nft and then i run away with a million dollars right yeah which has happened already that's what people have done that's why um lady phoenix has taken off because that was a group that we were doing that so yeah. that's the concept for our listeners that's the thought okay. that this is going to happen eventually 
it will get regulated eventually. Governments yeah. are going to have to. Then you're right? going to have a hard time shorting. There's not going to be dark pools, all of that stuff. It's just going it to be the, it. Mm-hmm. it gets rid of that. So then the practical part. Okay. This is harder for me, which is why I'm not volunteering myself. Right. Mm-hmm. But we should start selling shares of Dream State Sheets or Lifestyle Marketplace. So we should mm-hmm. we should take it and say, okay, what's going to be next year's operating capital that's needed? So yeah. let's say next year, you know, it's going to cost three hundred thousand to operate. And people, these are made up numbers; these aren't mm-hmm. based on anything real. So don't be going, oh my gosh, Kilted has three hundred grand of operating capital. No, like I. I'm just picking a number, right? So, but let's say it's 300 grand is what we think next year's will mm-hmm. be. We sell stocks that will total up to 300 grand. So let's say, I don't know, let's do something dumb, like a hundred of them at, you know, whatever that'd be, 300. And we yeah. sell that many NFTs mm-hmm. to fund it and they get an owner's interest in the company or they get dividends from the company or they get, whatever yeah and that's just set up on the back end and that's set up on the back end and you can put those kind of things in the smart contract again the whole point of nfts eventually is to make smart contracts mm-hmm. so you can put that in there and now that person owns a portion of that which they can sell and everything else on yep. the open market and do whatever and they can have a whole bunch of them and that's that collection of nfts but it's literally being the stock for the company now lawyer Mm-mm. so i don't know there might already be rules for that like if you declare that you're going public maybe you have to do it on a stock exchange and maybe this is maybe they have rules like you're not allowed to do this like you're not allowed to sell shares of your company um, well even even as an nft it's the wording is differently but exactly like you were talking about when stoner cats put together their white paper yeah. You know, they said this, this amount's going to go here. This amount's going to go here. This amount's going to go here. That amount's going to go there, but you're buying the NFT. I mean, I think it can be the same thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be, and it, you can have votes just like a lot of the NFTs that we have, you get a vote. So each yes. person who has that has a vote like, okay, do I add a new color? I, I, I do like the idea like, okay, well, let's add two new colors this year and two new patterns. You get a vote and you get if your vote comes through, you get a set of that, which could be interesting. That you know, could be for interesting owning, for owning the NFT for for being part of the company. Yeah. Well, and also, if you had, let's say you went public like this, and you had in like mm-hmm. licorice, it's hard because we're so small, right? Yeah. We're so small. But if we had an influx of capital, maybe we wouldn't be right. Yeah. Like maybe I'd be going on Meyer's door knocking and saying, "Hey." We can supply this for you and yeah. we can change our packaging and we can do this other stuff. Mm-hmm. You're kind of already there. So like with all that additional capital, you could go to, you know, Macy's and say, Hey, I'd like you to carry my stuff. Yeah. Right. You, you'd have that ability to do it. Um, not that you necessarily want to, but I'm saying that again, could be a vote of the shareholder. Yeah. That's like, an interesting hey, idea. Do you guys want to do this? Do we not? So anyway, um, if you wondered how much of this is rehearsed, somebody asked that before. They're like, you guys probably have this really well written out. 
we don't like literally before I started this, I'm like, I have a new idea. I want to share it with you. I didn't want to share it with you until we were online. So this is the yeah. first time Kilted has heard this idea, has heard the thoughts. Um, but yeah, that's my, that was my idea that we should do that. And again, I'll, I'll check with some of my attorneys and see uh, what the restrictions are on stuff like that. Like, are yeah. there rules for that kind of stuff? There has to be, right? Because there yeah. has to be a reason the stock exchange exists. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the U.S. government is still figuring that out. There's, you know, the, everything is happening so fast and it's so new anyways. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But that's what be- you're doing. Like stoner cats, that was an actual business. Now they've Absolutely. had lawyers, they've had lawyers look at it. But again, you could easily interpret that as a public offering. Mm-hmm. Right? That's I mean, you could do that with V Friends, right? Like that was exactly. really close to a public offering. And you know, I don't know what the uh the things are that makes it that way or doesn't make it that way, but these NFTs are clearly businesses, <laughs> whether yeah. they're and, whether and they're it's changing everything. They're, they're it's it changing everything. Oh dang it. No, oh, no. Um, okay, so that was my idea. That's one of the things I think would be interesting to look at. The other thing that's interesting to look at is it actually, if we wanted to try this and do a proof of concept, it doesn't have to be dream state or my sweet and sour we could also do something brand new yeah yeah What's that i mean idea? we could we could we could pick anything we could pick a company right we could say hey there's a hamburger joint down the street in charleston we're going to do a public offering if we raise the funds we're going to buy that hamburger joint oh that's true right so, so we're almost can, doing like a kickstarter or something like that so we could do it like in a tremendous amount of different ways. Hell, I even thought of you could do a Kickstarter. I shouldn't say Kickstarter. You could do a stock offering for a company. And this is already happening as well mm-hmm. of we're going to start buying NFTs. We're yeah. going to be the whale. So we're going to offer a hundred of these NFTs. The entire purpose is for the NFT owners to be able to pool their money to get something like a board ape or a crypto or a whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. That's an awesome idea. Well, I mean, and think about that. I, I would imagine if you offered a hundred people that mm-hmm. you would get a hundred people to buy. Right. Yeah. Cause if each of the hundred people put in one ETH, you could buy a crypto punk and you could, you could invest in some other, some other ones and do some flipping and stuff as well. Right. And you could say to people, hey, we want to do, we want to sell the board ape. You know, here's the vote. Or there's a weekly vote. Do we sell the board ape this week? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we have 150 ETH. What do we do with 150 ETH? What do you guys want to do? How do we want to combine this? Yeah. And so all of a sudden you can play with the big wigs for $3,000, mm-hmm. just like a mutual fund, right? And yeah. again, you would you'd want to set it up so it paid dividends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I even saw someone someone this week on Twitter. I guess I guess someone out there sold sold their CryptoPunk for fifty four point five ETH, which is hundred which was one hundred seventy two thousand dollars at that time. Yeah, and they said someone needs to take a picture of this, 
turn it into an NFT and call it Paper Hands. <laughs> yes. they don't, don't have the diamond hands to hold on to it. But if you, nope. I mean, if you got that, you know, a couple years ago, or and actually, I saw another one where someone said they helped a friend get get on an old get on an old laptop they had. They had like twenty CryptoPunks on there that they were just given or they bought for super low back in the day. I mean, that's life changing, like literally, like insane. And yeah, I don't even know if you can buy a CryptoPunk right now. I think you can buy a crypto. I mean, I think I think it's going to cost at least a hundred thousand. Well, um, what ex- what exchange are the CryptoPunks on? You can get them on OpenSea, but you can go directly to their. Uh... I don't think you can get them on OpenSea. Oh wait, yeah, you can. Yep. I was like, I tr- I I remembered looking before. Oh, so it's not that you can't get Lar- them on Crypto Labs. Yeah. It's not that you can't get them at CryptoSea. There's none for sale on CryptoSea. Oh, if you go to Larva Labs, they have them on sale. Okay. Because I was telling somebody about them. And they're like, well, how much are they? And I'm like, you can't buy them. Yeah, you There's can. literally zero for sale on OpenSea. Two years ago, this person bought one of them for one ETH. Yeah. <laughs> that's also, what that's is why, Larva Labs? That's why when I, like, when I look at my SUP duck, <coughs> I'm like, do I do I want to sell him? I mean, I can I can make the money back. I'm you know might be able to make a you know another another thousand dollars, which is awesome. I mean, it's amazing. But yeah, in, in two years, if someone all of a sudden thinks that ducks are amazing and and someone wants to give me fifty ETH for it, <laughs> uh, yeah, why wouldn't you? Are you why finding it you? on Larva Labs? Because yeah, have- I'm looking and I'm trying to see. Yeah, so I think I found. I'm trying to see where the uh, there's recent transactions, so people have been buying them. Uh huh. Oh, here we go. The lowest priced punk currently for sale is um, 41.99 Ethereum. Okay. So yeah, that guy had 20 of them. Mm-hmm. He just made three million dollars. Yeah. It's not bad. No, no, that's that's not a horrible thing. Um. <laughs> So what was your idea? And then we'll uh, wrap up. Uh, it was not my episode. idea. It was, it actually came about from Matt. He's, I don't think Matt listens to the show. Sadly, both Chris's were there. They both listen. Thanks guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks guys. Love well, our um, Chris's. So Matt said, well, where else can you, can you spend your Ethereum? Can you only spend it on OpenSea or buy AFTs? And I said, well, no, you can buy dream state sheets with Ethereum. And he's like, is there a list someplace of all these other companies who will accept Ethereum on for for actual goods. And I haven't had a chance to look at it. We were just talking about it last night. But what if someone put that together? I don't know how to how to monetize it or if you're just doing it for the good of the of the idea of, of the project. I mean, uh, Jason does that. If you remember Jason from uh, who hangs out with the Hideous Laughter podcast, he does the he does the all the Pathfinder, all the Pathfinder podcasts. He has a great big old oh. list that he does. Anyone who's doing a Pathfinder podcast, he has it on his little list and everything. He's doing it out of the good of his heart. But yeah, to put together a list of all the places where you can where you can buy actual goods using Ethereum. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm at, um, I just googled it. 
Yeah, so I, I don't just know. Playing D and D, so I didn't Google it last night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not a good list on here. But in, interesting, Overstock, Gypsy B, Shopify, um, Travala, Tripiki, Cheap Air. Yeah. Shopify does have an app, but not every Shopify store takes it. Right. eGifter allows you to buy gift cards for 300 brands. Okay. I'm going to click on there and see what that website looks like. Yeah, so you can buy gift cards with your Ethereum. Okay. I mean, why would you? But some people may want to. Well, because let's say, you know, you're like, I want to go to Best Buy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just made, you know, the, Ethereum's down right now. And so Rather I switched than converting my... it back to your bank and then doing all that stuff, you could just buy the gift card. Right. Just buy the gift card. I mean, you know, it's got to cut down on at least one set of fees. Mm -hmm. And so then you'd be, then you'd be good to go. So yeah, that's awesome. um, making that list and easily usable would be pretty good. I'll, I'll do more looking around to see what I can. If I get some time, always the, always the trick, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, good things to think about. Those of you who are listening, tell us your thoughts. Tell us if we're breaking laws, that'd probably be good to know. Um, <laughs> none of just, this is financial advice for sure. None of this is financial <laughs> advice. Clearly not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> let us know on the discord. Um, let us know on Twitter. Let us know on YouTube or uh, anywhere else that you are listening to this. So thank you so much for joining us. Hope you're enjoying the journey. And this is a ball buster signing out. Dr. Dragon Jair, I love you. Thank you.